Hey everyone, this is Noor and welcome to the Radical Contemporary Podcast. Sometimes creativity doesn't come easily to artists and uh, we feel a bit uh, down and we don't know what to do. And my advice is that if creativity doesn't come to you, you have to go and grab it. In this episode, I speak to Dina Fahmi Irubi. Dina is an Egyptian contemporary artist who made it her life mission not to settle. And her adult life saw her traveling to several countries to broaden her experiences. She's fluent in six languages, French, Spanish, Portuguese, Italian, English, and Arabic. And this facilitated her decision to travel the world. In 2011, she fully embraced her artistic career. And in 2014, Dina decided to sign her paintings as Dina Irubi, adopting her mother's family name as a recognition to her biggest supporter and the one who initially encouraged her to become a painter. In 2020, and after nine editions of the Colors of Egypt exhibition, Dina and her three artistic colleagues, Farida Darwish, Rasha Ghelib, and Farida Al-Kouni, decided to open their first gallery in Cairo called Clegg. Dina's paintings stretch across continents, at the Egyptian embassy in Germany, the Egyptian cultural center in Paris, the Egyptian cultural office in Vienna, the Hassan al-Sharq Museum in Minya, and customers in the UAE, USA, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Switzerland, Spain, UK, Italy, and Canada. Dina's art has appeared at the Dubai Expo 2020 as part of Clegg Gallery's exhibition at the Egypt Pavilion, making them the very first gallery to showcase artwork at the pavilion. She's set to show at the National Egyptian Museum of Civilization and the Egyptian Embassy in Denmark later this year. Dina's latest project in May 2022 is venturing into the NFT world with Myth of the 99, her very first solo exhibition in Egypt which is set to take place in person on Saturday, May 21st, 2022 at Clegg Gallery. Myth of the 99 explores a transactional idea between the past, the present, and the future. The exhibition will include informative talks on the topics of NFTs as the regional art community dives into the world of Web3 and the metaverse. Myth of the 99 explores ancient Greek mythology and will see Dina utilize a variety of mediums to present her work for the very first time. I like to study, I like to experience, I like to see what's up and what's new. And now to my conversation with Dina at Clegg Gallery in Cairo. Uh, hi everyone, I'm sitting now with Dina Fahmi Ruby at Clegg Gallery and I'm really excited to do this interview with you. Dina is a contemporary artist, a pioneer in many things and we've been working together and it's uh, been such an exciting time. I wanted to ask you, Mabda'ayan, what got you into being an artist, Yani? When was the beginning for you? Actually, the beginning was not long ago. Yani, I started a few years back, maybe on the contrary of everybody else who discovered their talent really early and uh, at the age of six, and everybody was predicting that they would become a great artist. The only one who predicted this was my mother. But uh, it's not because she saw my talent so early. It was just because somebody read the fortune for her and told her that you're going to get two, even before she got uh, us, uh, me and my sister. She told her, uh, you're going to get two of the same gender and one of them is going to be an artist. But she always told me, you're going to be an artist, you're going to be an artist. And it was just like a few years back that I decided to embrace this uh, journey and to start and amazing things came up and uh, from one thing to the other and 
everything led to great, uh, ex the great experience. So uh, yeah, I'm very excited about it. At the same time, I'm surprised positively that I didn't start that early and nevertheless, things are moving uh, forward. So when I first met you, uh, you traveled a lot, you speak four languages, and I'm very impressed with uh, with Yani how how much of a scope in the world you have your worldview. How is traveling and going from one place to another and living in different cities affected your art, your your inspiration? Actually, I speak six languages, not four. Of course, this opens your eyes and it also um, shows you a wider horizon. I always loved and admired art. I, I was introduced into museums and, and art in general at a very early age. Uh, yani I still remember my father took me when I was four years old to the Egyptian Museum, and it was a great experience that really uh, got, to, got me. Mm -hmm. And then I've, uh, I've been always in love with traveling. I traveled so many countries, and every time I went to a place, I always tried to see uh, at least the museums, the art galleries, and I went step by step from admiring art to thinking of becoming an art critique. And then later on, I started to become an artist. And from being an artist, this came up and we opened the gallery. So also it's a step forward to becoming like a curator or a gallerist. Yes, and so I wanted to talk about one of uh, the obstacles Masalan, you must have faced in your career when you first start in the art industry in Egypt, there's there are a lot of different types of artists. But did you feel like you wanted to pick a style while well, you just went with um, what came to you? I went with what came to me. I started with pencil and then with pastel. I still use it. And uh, then to acrylic, I, I experienced uh, realism, uh, experienced uh, abstract, uh, oil, um, acrylic, uh, all mediums and also all styles. And I think that I don't want to limit myself. I want to draw whatever I feel like. And this is a great thing that I, I really don't want to embrace one style and, and be stuck there and, and be stagnant. I don't think it's a, it's a good idea, although I know that it's a must also that people would recognize your art and, and look at it without reading the signature and immediately know that this is Dina Fahmi. Yes, I, I like that you said that, and a lot of artists, you know, you get stuck in the idea of you want to be one sort of style. Your art is behind us now. For, um, I think it is recognizable, but uh, being dynamic and being ambitious, it's important to change. I wanted to ask you, so you're a mom of four, and I really wanted to touch on this, and I feel like a lot of women look up to women like you, including me, because you're able to have your career and your children, and everyone always speaks of this mystical thing called balance. How are, how are you navigating this uh, world? <laughs> it's been a wild experience, actually. I'm writing now a book called From Single to Four Children. Uh, yes. It's, a, it's a, I don't know, it's something that also came uh, one after the other and uh, I embraced it and then I, I decided that I'm going to uh, stop everything and take care of the four of them mm. and then they started to grow up and 
then I was thinking, let me do something for myself as well. And I embraced so many other careers. I did homeopathy meanwhile, uh, life coaching, uh, energetic work, um, Reiki, healing, uh, etc. Things that would benefit the family at the same time wouldn't take much time from, uh, from being the mother I wanted to be. So, uh, I don't know. It's a great experience. Uh, it's, it's very tough sometimes, but I always try to look for the balance and not forget about myself and uh, be in this loop of uh, children, children, wife, wife. No, I also need my secret garden, which is art for me, and to be embracing what I really love to do uh, without the interference of uh, any element that is not uh, going to be related to this. So, yeah, it's, it's about balance. I can't wait for the book. I think this is an exclusive. That's going to be very exciting. And I think as an artist, uh, obviously, all of your emotions, all of this comes out in your work. What are you most passionate about? I'm passionate about so many things. I think life is beautiful and it's full of experiences. And I, I don't cease to really... Um, uh, discover new horizons and, and start doing new things. As I told you uh, before that I, I like to study, I like to experience, I like to see what's up and what's new. And this also led me to uh, this exhibition that I'm going to uh, talk about maybe uh, a little bit. It's uh, Myth of the 99. Actually, we're going to talk about something very important. But first, I wanted to, to, to shed light on the fact that right now we're sitting in a gallery that you founded, Clegg, uh, with three others and uh, Colors of Egypt. And I just wanted to, to ask you as an artist, what made you also want to you know, take the, the position of a gallerist and a, and a curator, you know. It's, the, there are so many roles that people aren't aware of in the art industry. And I think, you know, it's very brave to, to venture into all of them, you know. I, actually, it's, it all came, you know, like, I wouldn't say coincidence because I don't believe in coincidence. I think that everything is meant to be. So I, uh, I started to take uh, art lessons at El Marsam, uh, founded by Kari, uh, Farida Darwish. Yeah. And then we made uh, together an exhibition. And uh, at that time, the, the cultural attaché uh, of the Egyptian embassy in Paris mm -hmm. uh, came to this exhibition. And she said, I want these artists to come and make this exhibition uh, at the Egyptian Cultural yeah. Center. Yeah, it was a great experience, actually. And from this, uh, we went to London, uh, to Vienna, to Berlin, to Rome, Madrid, Budapest, Prague, with the exhibition called Colors of Egypt, the four of us. Once we finished uh, Prague, we were sitting together and we decided why not open an, a, a gallery, an, an, art, an art gallery. And uh, here it is. Now to the big sort of reveal. Um, this year, of course, the art industry has been evolving very fast. We've been getting into NFTs, digital art, the metaverse, Web3, lots of new words, lots of new terms. And Dina, as a pioneer, calls me and she's like, I am doing an NFT project. This is before anyone in Egypt even thought about doing an NFT project, very much advanced in this sense. And you said that you thought of this idea last year, which is you know, way before we even were discussing uh, the concept of non-fungible tokens. Can you tell me a bit about what made you want, as a contemporary artist, to get into the digital world? Uh, 
uh, as you said, it was a year ago exactly that I started to, to, to hear about NFT and I was so curious to know about it and I, was, I had my eyes wide open and listening and I started to dig deeper and to discover this new uh, digital era of uh, doing the, the, the artwork uh, in a virtual way. Yeah. Uh, the idea is amazing and I think it's uh, the future, it's the present already and the future. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, it's so important to uh, uh, adopt new ideas because nowadays some people have the impression that you've seen it all in art. You've seen the crazy ideas, you've seen the realism, you've seen the abstract, you've seen cubism, etc. That was a, quite an experience and to see how we feels like we jumped 200 years and we've seen the future and then came back to the classic uh, art, etc. <laughs> It was a great experience yeah. there, and I, I believe that uh, they have it. Uh, we must give credit to all the people who do uh, uh, big steps towards the future. Can you tell me a bit about Myth of the 99, which is Dina Fahmi Ruby's NFT project? And uh, it's a very exciting uh, project, and it's just starting. It's, we're just in the beginning now. And uh, I'd love you to tell me a bit about the concept and uh, how you'll use your pieces and, and present them in the digital world. I have always been intrigued and in love with uh, mythology. Uh, I studied Egyptology, so this is also part of my passion. And I think that this exhibition is about uh, the past, which is represented in the old Greek civilization. Uh, there are 99 horses, each has a name. And the present, which is the idea of doing this um, physically. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have my paintings physically in the exhibition. Mm -hmm. And then the future, which is going to be related to the digital art, NFTs, uh, and the virtual uh, concept of the metaverse. Mm -hmm. So it's a combination between past the old civilization present, which is the normal uh, art pieces that you see uh, in the galleries in general, and the future, which is going to be the virtual art and NFT and crypto uh, metaverse. And uh, I know that, inshallah, we're looking forward to the exhibition in May after Ramadan. Uh, and it's important, I think, to do a tangible, like, real-life exhibition because in the NFT world, you know, yes, they are on... The, on um, on the digital blockchain, but also the artwork has to be seen, you know, at the end of the day. And I think it's going to be a very uh, interesting challenge to present the work. So I'm excited. Um, and also, I want to know what, what advice would you give to artists that are a bit afraid to, to start researching and reading and looking into all of this? It's, it's a lot of new uh, terms. And I know that me and you were learning together also. For, uh, any advice for, for, for young artists or even actually uh, pioneering artists? Well, actually, change is always strange and painful sometimes. Even crossing your arms like this, if I tell you to cross it uh, in a different way, you would feel odd. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's also necessary. We need to change. And, and there is a say in Spanish that uh, either you change or you, you are dead. And I think that this is part of uh, the new era. We have to be flexible enough and, and advanced enough to accept and to think that no matter what, we need this, uh, how do you say, changes and also um, not to be stagnant and not to be uh, 
stuck in a, in a box. Mm -hmm. uh, you are an artist, you have to be free and you have to adopt new um, ideas, new techniques, new, new ways of uh, expanding. I know that a lot of artists are now stuck and they don't know how either to be more creative, how to become more creative, or how to monetize your art, or how to promote it, or how to go to a gallery and be a classical uh, artist. So all these are challenges, and I think by uh, changing and by uh, adopting new ideas, it's, it's always nicer and more possible. And that's why I would like to also give a talk and, and try to pass this information as much as I have. Because, as you said, we're still learning and we're still discovering together. But I think that it's very important to share what you know, so you help other people. Yeah. And I'm excited for you to do a talk and for us to share more information um, about this. And I think my last question for you actually is, what's next for Dina? And knowing you, it's very unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen. But uh, I know that the gallery uh, just uh, showed at Expo 2020, CLEG, uh, at the Egypt Pavilion. And today is actually the last day of the Expo when we're recording now. Uh, it's amazing that you caught that. You know, I, I think that being ambitious and like, you know, reaching for the stars is always... Um, it's not easy, but you do it. So what are you thinking of next? Well, uh, I'm going to take it step by step. Uh, first of all, the sky's the limit. And I, I, I was surprised when I had this idea of Myth of the 99, how it came so quickly and without any resistance. You know, when things are meant to be, it really shows up and it pops up and you don't need to do any effort. It comes effortlessly. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. So I'm so excited about it, and at the same time, I'm thinking of new things that it will be time to share. But for now, Myth of the Ninety Nine is my uh, thing, and I hope uh, it's going to be a great uh, show. As for the expo, it was a great experience. Uh, we were the first gallery ever to e exhibit in uh, the Egyptian Pavilion mm -hmm. throughout the years. You know, expo is a very old exhibition that's yes. been there for maybe 120 years. So being a pioneer in this uh, gives us a lot of uh, um, happiness and also satisfaction. Uh, 20 million visited the expo. Uh, 1.5 visited the Egyptian pavilion. The Egyptian pavilion or Egypt pavilion was uh, considered or won the second prize among 192 uh, countries, which is a pride for all of us, really. And the exhibition uh, was held with many artists, well-established, uh, new talents, a bit uh, of a mix and match of styles, all Egyptians. So we're very, very happy and satisfied about it and we think that it was a very, very good move and finally it materialized and uh, yeah, maybe every five years we'll be doing this with the expo. So yeah. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe, give us a review, shoot me a text or direct message us on Instagram at Radical Contemporary where we'd love to hear your feedback and the topics you'd like to listen to. Also, you can check out our website www.radicalcontemporary.com where all of our content is available. Finally, we'll be hosting a new guest every week, so stay tuned.